0: The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News
1: Talk.
2: Uh, you will have heard there in the news headlines with Bernie, thousands of people turning out to remember the singer Sinead O'Connor in Bray, County Wicklow. A little bit earlier, uh, the late singer's funeral cortege passed by the seafront to give fans an opportunity to pay their final respects. Our reporter, Barry White, he was there now in amongst the people and he joins us in studio. Uh, quite a turnout, Barry.
1: Hey Ken, good afternoon. Yeah, thousands of fans lined Strand Road and Bray from early this morning with the funeral cortege passing her former home, Montebello, at around noon. Roads around the seaside town were closed today to allow fans to pay their respects. And when the hearse Bearing Sinead O'Connor's coffin, travelled from the harbour bar right up to the other end of the town. Fans applauded and flew, threw through flowers as the hearse passed by. The cortège was led by a guard of escorts and a Volkswagen transporter, direct, direct de- decorated with the pride flag and the Rastafarian flag, which at one point played Bob Marley and the Wailers' "Natural Mystic" from its speakers, and told that. Bob Marley was Sinead O'Connor's favourite singer and earlier I spoke to Ken Doyle from the band Bagatelle he lived next door to Sinead O'Connor for 15 years and he recalled the conversation he had with the late singer about her favourite artist Bob Marley
0: I think because she was taken so fast and so quick as well a bit like Lady Diana in a way um, people just wanted to sort of express their the sadness I suppose you could say you know because everybody heard her music they knew her music this is like a book of condolences, even though there isn't a book it's like when they put the flowers down it's like their contribution
1: and I have seen lots of people this morning laying flowers and cards and lots of people wearing Sinead O'Connor t-shirts here already as well yeah.
0: I know the, and you think about it Sinead from my experience over I'm, I'm here like since 1988 but when all the years she was here my experience of her, she was just a very shy quiet um, um, unaffected person, you know, walking around. Once she moved in, first with young children, frams and stuff like that, just like any ordinary person would rear a family.
1: And she lived here in this house, We're just standing outside for 15 years. You were her, her neighbour for all of those years? I was her
0: neighbour. A friend of mine previous owned that house previously, and he asked me would I remove a washing machine from the house, which I said no problem. So I removed the washing machine, and I said to her, because she was a woman on her own with young children, I said, I live just a few doors away, and I'm because I live in an old house I've become very very good with DIY if you need any help just let me know because I've drills and all sorts of stuff and she said thanks very much and the only other conversation we had apart from saying hello as we walked by each other was when she got the coin stones painted with the Rastafarian flag and I said to her "Uh, you must be a big Bob Marley fan with the Rasta flag on the coin stones and she was smoking a cigarette at the gate and she said yeah I'm a huge Bob Marley fan he's one of my heroes and I just said to her well like myself I said but the great Thing about it is, I have to tell you, is that in 1980, I had the honour of supporting them in Man Park, and she looked at me, took a step back, took a pull of her cigarette, and said, "You look, your or as she walked away. And that was our
2: conversation. <laughs> That's a nice little story uh, to have. And Barry, there was people there from all over the country, not just kind of next door neighbours or former next door neighbours paying respects. They even travelled from abroad, did they?
1: Yeah, Karen, people travelled from far and wide to to be there today. I spoke to. One American guy at one point I was speaking to French people, English people, Scottish people, people who flew over last night and then people who travelled from other parts of Ireland who left in the early hours of this morning because they wanted to be there today to show their respects. And from early this morning there were people laying flowers and cards outside her former home along the seafront, while after the funeral cortege passed some people stayed around singing some of Sinead O'Connor's songs. Many fans also left handwritten notes thanking the singer for sharing her voice and her music while a pink chair was placed outside the pink frame conservatory of the house with pink flowers, candles and a photo of the singer placed at the base of the chair. And earlier I spoke to some of these fans who travelled hours just to be there today.
3: I mean, it's special day. It's, uh, it's nothing weird to come here to, 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 to say goodbye to a friend uh, I never met but uh, I sing her a song and I can feel uh, what she was saying and uh, I, I was very touched by her words.
1: So you travelled from France just to be here to pay your respects today?
3: Yes. <laughs> it's like uh, saying goodbye to a friend as I told you uh, I mean she doesn't know me but uh, maybe there is more we don't know but uh, singing her words and um, thinking her poetry and reading her books and uh, she's unknown for what she did basically and in France I don't think people know her very well
1: You say Sinead O'Connor isn't as well known in France How did you come across her music?
3: Uh, My father when I was 10 years old and my father was into music and when he was uh, watching TV and he saw her on on the show, Sinead O'Connor for me was um, a great advocate
4: for Black Lives Matter, the LGBT community, and for the refugees and other marginalised groups as well. And she used her voice um, for the voiceless, and that's what what I admire most about her. Also, she spoke to me when I was in my teenage years. She's three years older than me. So she was the, it was the first album of Boss, The Lion and the Cobra. It was the first concert I ever went to. I went to three of her concerts. And it's just her voice really, you know, spoke to me and meant meant so much to me, you know.
1: Where have you travelled from to, to Contemporary to today?
4: I've travelled from Carrick and Shannon, yeah.
1: So you're so up early this
4: morning? I was up early this morning. I finished work last night at 10 o'clock. <laughs> So, yeah, so, but it's, it's, it's really sad that, you know, she's gone now. You know, I can't believe and I don't really want to believe it.
2: All right. Um, uh, so this this was where the funeral cortege passed by. This was kind of the public element of the funeral. The service itself was, was a private matter. Yeah, there was a private service
1: earlier where Sinead O'Connor was remembered as the beloved daughter of Ireland with a poet's heart whose voice moved a generation of young people President Michael D Higgins, his wife Sabina, Taoiseach Leo Varadkar, Bono, Bob Geldof were some of the the few people who were in attendance at this private ceremony as well, uh, as her family of course. Um, Muslim funeral prayers were led by Sheikh Dr Umar al-Qadri, the chief imam at the Islamic Centre of Ireland. And in a eulogy he shared online after the ceremony, Dr Umar al-Qadri said the more she sang and spoke about her own pain, as well as about the pers- pervasive sins in society that she witnessed, the more her voice and her words resonated with listeners and touched their hearts. And once the funeral had cort- cortege passed uh, her home this afternoon, fans continued to gather round singing, laying flowers, and you know, people from Bray who would have known Sinead O'Connor were just standing around telling their own stories about her and I got speaking to some of those fans earlier.
2: Paying pay my respects to Sinead. Yeah. Yeah, you know, this is this is important part. This is the end of this Part of her life, and um, I think we're here to 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 send her off now. You know, with love, with as much love as we can muster. And it's beautiful that that it's nice. We're standing outside her house in Bray by the sea. Beautiful coast. Um, nice day. Lots of people, all ages represented, because she represented so many people. You know.
1: What did Sinead O'Connor mean to you? What did her
2: music mean to you? Well, yes, she was an artist, and good music moves you, and her music moved me. Just a tank, made. You know, she was an inspiration so many times for so many people, and she struggled. But she still was always true to herself. And I used to, when I was younger, I used to admire her so much for being so brave, because a lot of us are scared to speak out. But she never was scared. I just wants to be here today, the tanker. So I've been here a good few years. i passed her house many a time, and you know, but
4: just today she's very sad. But yeah, that's how. Just wants to be here.
2: All right, Barry White, our chief reporter, uh, who was there in Bray uh, for the public element of Sinead O'Connor's funeral today. Barry, thank you very much.